Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success. Hello, this is Anna Letitia Cook of Women Up Radio, supporting Empower Women and the Girls on the Road in their quest to support women entrepreneurs around the world. Fernanda and Tassiana are visiting 22 countries interviewing women and researching the conditions, business ecosystems, challenges, and advantages that exist in each country. Today, we're visiting Jordan. So hi, Fernanda and Tassie. How are you two today? Hi, Anna. We're great. What about you? Hello. Uh, fine, thanks. So today, you're in Jordan. Tell me, what's the general vision of business, women in business, and women entrepreneurs in Jordan? Well, Anna, I think it's fair to begin to say that uh, well, we were before that we were in in Lebanon. Yeah, it was the first Muslim, you know, majority Muslim country that we visited, and it, the first thing that you know really caught our attention is that Jordan's much more conservative and traditional uh, country than Lebanon. So women, they they fight different fights there. Yeah. You know, it's not only to become an entrepreneur, which they are doing it. And we had, you know, uh, great interviews. Uh, but also, they have to fight day in and day out this conservative uh, side of the country. And I, I would say that, at least the, with the ones that we, that we spoke with, they seem to be going in a good pace. They, you know, they, they know they have a lot to cover still, mm-hmm. but they feel confident, which I would say it's a major asset when you're trying to change the status quo. So, and that's one part. And the other part is that the country itself is trying to change as well. Uh, for example, uh, we learned that Jordan is not necessarily historically a very entrepreneurial country, the people. Yeah. So they look much more, for example, a corporate job or a government job because they, they crave for that security at the end of the month. And, you know, not necessarily entrepreneurship, mix and match with this this view what you want to do your, with your career with your life so there's interesting things happening in Jordan right now okay and so for women what does it mean to be a woman entrepreneur in this country well it means you have to you know be very very prepared uh, a huge social pressure because even with the ones that we talked to that they were very successful and like running like a larger business, they say that still they have to wake up early, make sure they have the kids ready, you know, like everything about the house to make sure their husbands will not complain. So it's not like they, they have to worry about the business, but as long as they are doing good at home as well. Really yeah. And one, one interesting thing about, you know, women in Jordan, and of course we are, we are talking about a large chunk of the, the female population, they are very, very well prepared. And they say that, you know, 80% of the, the female population have, a, you know, a very high uh, level of education. However, only 20% of them are in the economy, which is a major loss. And that's one of the reasons they say is, as Fernanda mentions, because the social pressures. Mm-hmm. They usually have, you know, they usually marry like eight twenties, late twenties. And once they get married, it seems that everything changes. And, of course, we've seen that in other parts of the world. 
but there, you know, it, it plays differently. It seems even harder on them. As in Japan, for example, I think it's what, it, it, to that extent was a similar culture. Yeah, and uh, they say that usually like when, when women reach the age of like 27, uh, they just quit uh, their jobs and they dedicate it to their families. And of course, we are talking about the very prepared and then they did, you know, many of them we talked to, they went, did master's, PhD, they go to England uh, to study in the U.S., but also they have the people, like the women in the small towns, like the, the, the villages, that they say that they face another issue. They have like, why we were thinking about talking about like glass ceiling, yeah. they have something that they say about glass door because their families many times, they just want them to stay at home, inside their homes, not doing anything outside. So we talked to entrepreneurs who are trying to make these women um, incorporate into the workforce, but it's a very hard uh, battle with their families to allow them to do that. Oh, really? I say it's, it's really very different. Yes. Yeah, it is. But on the other hand, as, as I mentioned, they, they're trying to change that. And I think it's the powerful, it's, it's a very powerful force because they themselves, they are trying to push for these changes. Yeah. And, you know, they, they, they're convinced that they have to change. They know everything. They, you know, it has to be done uh, at least conceptually to women, you know, have a different position in the society, in, in the economy. So they are pushing it. Yeah. So it's a very vibrant uh, community and, and playing field right now. Yeah. And so what are the main factors in the business ecosystem in Jordan? Well, you, you, when you talk about business and women in Jordan, I, I don't think we can let the cultural and social and religious, uh, you know, aspects aside. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about business, we have, of course, to tell about the initiatives that the government, they are really pushing for entrepreneurship. We had the chance to visit the King Hussein Business Park, which is a huge complex. Yeah, yeah a very entrepreneurial ecosystem. Now very modern. Very, very modern. Now there you have mentors, you have accelerators, you have programs focused on women uh, entrepreneurs, you have investors. Uh, so they are really trying and they put, they, they build this complex, they're really, you know, trying to push forward the whole concept of entrepreneurship. But still, there are the social aspects. And in this complex, you have like the big companies, you know, like the, you know, multinationals, national companies, like billion dollar companies in one area. And the other area is uh, more at startup scene. And there are areas there, like a co-working space that is, is free. It's 24-7 every day. So yeah. people like who want to have a place to work, to chat, to exchange ideas, can just go and, and, and take advantage of all this infrastructure. Oh, that sounds good. I mean, that, from that point of view, it sounds really supportive of people that actually want to try and set something up. So in that case, my next question, which is about the, the particular challenges and or advantages for women here, I presume that the main challenge is actually women being able to work in whatever context. Is that right? Or are there other challenges? Um, and also, do you see any advantages? Yes, let's see that what you said about the, the social context. Uh, most of the companies in Jordan, of course, are small and medium enterprises. And when we were talking to one of the you know, uh, organizations who deal with entrepreneurship there, uh, the, the, the manager told us because 
many of these small and medium enterprises has a few employees. Um, many times women have a, a different uh, perspective, like their families don't want them to work in this small, medium enterprise because they want them not to be with many men. Strange men. Strange yeah. men, right? Men. So they rather have them to work for big corporations where the, the, the environment will be uh, more diverse and, and larger. So you're not like confined in a small company with only other guys that not belong to your family. So that's one thing that many women face challenges to work in this small and medium enterprise. Yeah. Um, they prefer them to work for governmental positions, for example. Mm -hmm. Or, of course, the case that they're qualified and they have the willing to do it, like to build their own companies. Yes. Yeah. What they are finding, like what we found also in, in Lebanon, uh, they are having this idea of providing services and products to the Arabic world. So they're finding gaps, like uh, unmet needs in many of these countries that they can do something about it and, and provide not only to Jordan, but the other, you know, Middle Eastern countries. Okay, that sounds good. So what are the soft and hard skills that these entrepreneurs have in common or have developed? Well, I think what they have in common in terms of they have, as we mentioned, they have a very high level of education. Mm -hmm. We spoke with, you know, uh, women who did master and they are PhDs. And, and of course, we are talking about Amman, the capital. We know that in, in, in the countryside, in other smaller cities, the situation is different, of course. But also, these, these women in Amman, they are trying to somehow, you know, to become role models. Mm -hmm. to these women in, in other parts of, of the country. So they are very well educated. Uh, they have the chance, of, of course, the opportunity to do uh, exchange information with other women entrepreneurs in other countries. That has a huge value, of course. They are building the network. Yeah. So I think this is very, very powerful. I think on the soft skills side, you know, what I mentioned earlier about the mindset, they know they have to change. At least, you know, their environment, they are doing themselves, but they have to impact others, of course. So I think that's the mindset that they have right now. It's really powerful. And they are trying to impact that, you know, not only other women around them, but also, of course, family and, and friends and, to, you know, to have other perspective and how important it is to attract more women to the economy. So I think Jordan is a very... I would say that Jordan right now is a very fertile, uh, you know, uh, ground for entrepreneurship and also for women entrepreneurs. Oh, excellent. Okay. And can you tell us one key motivational difference in Jordan that could be helpful to other women entrepreneurs around the world? I think motivation is like the, to break the stereotype and go against the culture. You mm -hmm. know, like it's a time that they say that, they are well prepared. They don't want to have, they say that religion has nothing to do with that. It's like a cultural thing that they yeah. use religion to, as an, excuse, as an excuse to prevent women to advance. So they say that it's, a, it's time for them to work hard and to push the boundaries and to start like, you know, making more space for them. Exactly. Okay. And, and I think we had a very <coughs> interesting, uh, experiencing in Jordan and I'll tell you why and that was something that we we weren't prepared to face it mm 
Yeah. Uh, of course, we know that the Middle East is a, a very, unfortunately, is a very unstable region in the world. Yeah. Uh, from time to time, we have conflicts. You know, the history is full of wars and, you know, confrontations, especially uh, between the, the Arabic countries and Israel. Mm-hmm. So when we arrived in Jordan and it started, and even before that, starting contacting uh, women entrepreneurs, mostly from, the, of course, the, the Arab community and mostly from Palestine heritage. Uh, the first reaction was not to participate in the project because they knew, and, yeah, and, and we, you know, we made sure we would share that in advance with them to yeah. be very clear, very transparent that we would also interview uh, Israeli entrepreneurs. Yeah. And many of them refused to participate because of that. So I think, you know, it shows a lot, unfortunately, still the level of tension and, and, and anger and bitterness that, you know, permeates that region, unfortunately, because, you know, from both sides, we met amazing, amazing, incredible women. Yeah. But the good thing is the majority, you know, after we talked, after they talked among themselves, they decided to participate and share the amazing things that they've been doing. But I think that was a lesson for us yes. because, you know, I think we, we think we know a lot about the, the region and how it affects the people who live there just because we, we supposedly, we are well informed, we read the news, we saw, we see the, the, <laughs> the TV news, but we are not because we have no idea what means, really means to live in that area only when you were there and interacted with people that you can start grasping everything that's happening there yeah yeah i know i did an interview with a a lady called zibanu gifford and she set up a center in the uk she's from india originally but she Mm -hmm. set up a center in the uk um to help intercultural interfaith into everything um agreement really and and collaboration and one of the first programs they did was bringing teenagers and young adults from Israel and from, I think it was Palestine, together um, to work together. And they said the distrust that was there automatically uh, Mm -hmm. was really quite shocking, but they were delighted that after they'd been working together for a few days, they managed to overcome the, the previous prejudices and to see that actually we're all just people and we're all just humans and that a lot of what they had believed wasn't the reality. It was just almost like inherited bias. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. this is so true. And we heard from many entrepreneurs there as well that they're saying that, you know, it's a time that we have to bridge more, build more bridges instead of, you know, going further apart because we asked them about you know how do they feel about government and how the government of jordan and also of course israel are getting you know things um sorted out and unfortunately nowadays they say that instead of they're trying to come together they're going more radical like in opposite ways but many of them were very glad that uh to take part and you know they wish they could would be able to just go to each other countries and be able to exchange um, you know what they're doing things that they can learn from each other yeah, I think true. there's a, a big curiosity to you know mm. to go and to see an exchange 
yeah okay well that that's positive okay so um thank you very much for everything we're we're looking forward to next week when we're going to be visiting cuba i think so yes thank you for talking to us about jordan i'm anna letitia cook my guests were fernanda mora and tatiana mello the girls on the road and you've been listening to us here at women up radio Women Up Radio, designed to facilitate women's empowerment, improve your career, develop your talents, incorporate your passions, achieve fulfillment and success.